Hi, my name is Rich. I play bass and engineer for Gumption. I'm Dennis McCoy. I play drums. I'm Ron Hippie, keyboards, guitar, vocals. Jan Ciganik, uh, guitar. We are Gumption, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Howdy, this is Brent Omaker, and you're on NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. everybody to the Northwest Convergence Zone show right there. Brent Amaker, and he is the operator of the pocket calculator. That's a cool cat right or there. at least his pocket calculator. His own. <laughs> yeah. Not anybody else's. He leaves He's that up to cool. you. Uh, we'll be talking to Brent in a little bit. But uh, hey, uh, as we record this on Sunday, it is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. To, to your mom, to uh, your sweetheart. To anybody who plays a mothering role, people I mean, with dogs, yeah, you know, everybody's got a mama. Everybody has a mom, and and practically, you know, everybody who is a female uh, plays a mothering role in some point. Well, let's sure. even throw out a happy Mother's Day to Sweet Kiss Mama. How about that? Yes, yeah, Sweet Kiss Mama. <laughs> There's some killer cat moms right there. Yeah. They take care of us. So happy, uh, happy, happy, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy, <laughs> happy Mom's Day anniversary to everybody. No, that's good. Happy, it's uh, happy the anniversary mom's, of the, last what? Mom's Day. Uh, so, did Voxy, you're you're a mom. You I have, am. yeah. And uh, how was your day? Good, good, good. Yeah, went did, out and uh, hung out with uh, our friend Terry, me and my sister, and all our kids went out there and we did a little taco feast. And nice. Did you get a little and, cute card from you know? I got an aloe vera plant. Oh, and I gift and that I keeps on how they swing giving. that. And I and I bought my own Mother's Day present today. I bought this nice little nifty convection oven rotisserie thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that a Ron Popeil thing? I don't care if it's said a- it and forget it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Said no. it and forget yeah. it. <laughs> she's gonna be next week. So she's gonna talk I, about like this pork well, roast she did. Well, next week I want like, I want some rotisserie melting. chicken. My son tried to call me about an hour ago, probably to wish me Happy Mother's Day, but we were on air, so I couldn't. But there's a voicemail, so I'm anxious to get out of here and listen to it. Uh, well, we'll, we'll try not to hey, keep we'll get you. Out of here. <laughs> try not to keep you. So, uh, yeah, uh, Mother's Day always a special day for the moms out there, and I had a good time. I, I took uh, I took my wife and and my daughter came along, and we went to the um, this mansion down on Broadway Street. It's right up from the uh, theater district or whatever and they had a brunch there and it was it was a uh, it was a fundraiser and it's very cool it has a great view of the sound and everything and uh, they do a good job there and it was the first time I'd been to it I, I hadn't heard of it before I saw it in the TNT and thought give it a shot you know a lot of people head down to uh, you know down along the waterfront or whatever to the big big places and this was very cool because it was a fundraiser and they were giving away stuff and uh, it was 
I thought it was nice. So that's 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 special. What's more important that's is great. how did Tracy like it? Yeah, I thought I think she I think she dug it. Yeah. Who yeah. cares if you liked? <laughs> it? Yeah, exactly. The food it was, was an good. awesome Mother's Day for me. <laughs> I didn't have to cook. She didn't have to cook. It was all it was all good, man. <laughs> uh, something happened this last week that uh, a lot of us were at. I think everybody in town was at. Yeah, a lot of people were there. Um, the it was Wednesday night, right? It was yeah, yeah it was Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Kent, Kent Morrill's um, benefit or tribute concert. Sure. And Voxy uh, was there. Gimmer was there. Double D, I was, I was there. Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy Wonder was Boy there. Wonder Boy was upstairs. Yeah, yeah, he had to go upstairs. And then I'm drinking. <laughs> he got uh, kicked out of from backstage. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah that's he true. got kicked out well, of backstage. Well, they were trying to... They were, they trying, were to, trying to kick him out into whatever, the... Whatever, they kicked you t- out of backstage, too. What, tell the whole story, pal. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, just because we were together, but... They tried to kick... Uh, <laughs> I, just looked, I just looked at the cop and just sit, shrugged my shoulders, and he just kind of walked away. So. Yeah, well, when Buck walked over, over and started chatting with you, that, that was the end of the cop. He was, uh, oh, and then off he went. They tried to kick out John Maynard from backstage, <laughs> which I thought was really strange. Yeah. He's, sitting, he's actually standing there talking to uh, Pat O'Day, who, because uh, a lot of us had the, the all access, you know, pass. I was going to say I wasn't cool enough uh, to get backstage, yeah. but I heard yeah. that there was mm-hmm. almost as many people backstage as there was. Uh, I was <laughs> backstage was insane, and you know, the Temple Theater, you go down these steps into the bowels of this thing. There's all these like dressing rooms, and it was just wall to wall people down. In fact, at one point, uh, I can't remember somebody came running down there saying, "You all need to be upstairs. That's we're out here to be upstairs." And they were chewing people upstairs, and everyone's just staring at this person like they were nuts. <laughs> It's like no, no, we're having a party we're down the here cool as well. People. <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, as far as like an event goes, and been to a lot of shows this year so far, I got to put that at, at the top of my list. No I don't and know a that Wednesday it, night even, and I don't wow. know that it will stay there because uh, there's some great shows coming up. But we're not even up to this point. You know, with the level of talent that was up there, um, the the camaraderie among the musicians was was fun to watch. It was special. Um, this, you know, the 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 different. Uh, vocalists that they had up there singing with the band and just the interplay and the people dancing. It was, it was exactly what they hoped it would be. It was mm-hmm. awesome. They wanted it to be a celebration. They wanted people to dance, and there were some tears shed. I mean, when they showed that you know sort of video montage of Kent, um, people, you know, it was we were sad. We were sad to lose Whaler number one, but I think, uh, well, I know he was looking down and he was smiling and singing along. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you could just feel Kent's presence in in the building. What was your What was your take on it? My take on it? Yeah, what'd you think? I thought, God, I'd like to be able to fill this place on a Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Voxy's review of a great event. Great. No, it was it's all no, about Voxy. I mean, it was it was amazing. It, it really was. And um, I mean, yeah, the Sonics. I've only represented. I've you only had... been in Tacoma for a few years, so right, I don't right. I don't necessarily have the history, the history yeah. that that you all do. Frantics were represented. Um, you know, the Whalers, of course, were represented. There were some Ventures in the house. There were some King, Kingsmen in the house. I mean, there was a lot of rock and roll could, royalty. But you could feel radio that it was personality just too. A, great a lot event. of yeah. Pat O'Day knocked it out of the park, man. Yeah. I mean, that was a highlight of that evening. Um, so good times. If you missed it, man, it I'm telling you, you really missed a great event. It was event. a who's who just walking around the crowd. Yeah, frankly. even yeah, the people even that in were the there crowd. Were just, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. But um, and then uh, we have a shindig coming up that we hope to 
capture just a, if we could capture a fraction of that magic, man, I, I would be happy because uh, we're hitting our second year anniversary, which is mind-boggling to those of us who've been on this podcast for two years uh, and now on NWCZ Radio. A lot of things have happened in those two years, uh, taken us places we never thought um, would happen. Talked to a lot of great people. And we want to celebrate with you. We want to throw a party for you, our listeners, because it's only because of you that we have kept going and doing what we do. And uh, apparently you you like it. And, and of course, we do this for you. Yeah, no, we do. We do. I mean, uh, we enjoy it. We enjoy talking to all the great talent, but it's for the people out there that we want to share this wealth of, you know, talented entertainers around the Northwest with them, get them in touch with them, hear their stories. So on June 3rd, which is a Friday, we will be taking over the Furwood Rock Lounge, which is down on 7th and Pacific in downtown Tacoma. All you have to do is get off the freeway and hit Pacific and just look for the uh, the skylights. We're going to have skylights going outside. Spotlights. <clears throat> yeah, the spotlights. Actually, come on now. It's just going to be Wonder Boy and the Saint out front with big flashlights. flashlights. Yeah, well. Going back I, and forth. I didn't want to. They're Showing a little leg. They're going to be dressed up in like these silvery sparkles. <laughs> Wonder Boy's legs. Yeah. No, I'm going to dress them up like the green men in the, from the yeah, hockey. Yeah, but silver though. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, silver. Yeah, exactly. So they're all reflective and they can bounce. We'll the make sure they have other. a high wattage, you know, flashlight, like one of those thousand or 10,000 candle power, power lights or whatever. No, we're going to have spotlights out there. And listen to this lineup. We have. Hit me. High Noon Horizon. Mm-hmm. We have The Hard Count. Yes, from Seattle. We have Perry Acker. Yes. And we have Quickie. Yeah. You know what, how much it's going to cost, folks? It's a $12. Lower. Seven. Lower. Six. <laughs> Get in there, lower. Five fifty. Nine. Three. <laughs> Five twenty-five. It is Canned free. Food donation. Oh, free. It's free? absolutely free. And we're giving away lots of CDs. We're giving away T-shirts. We've got stickers to hand out. Um, we have front row tickets for a Mariners game. That we're going to be wow. laying on some people. I'm winning those. Do they play football there? <laughs> How do you get those kind of bands for free? That's uh, they have. Uh, they have. They they like us. They like what we're doing. They they you know they they want to be a part of it. Just like we love being a part well, of what yeah, they're doing. We 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 promote these bands. We bring them into the studio. We talk with them. We play their music on NWCZ radio. <laughs> you guys are looking at me like, what do you mean? How I meant just because you guys audit- wouldn't play for free, I, which is why you're yeah. not on the bill. Oh, exactly. whatever. <laughs> so, not true. It's, it's, Shut your mouth. It's easy to pitch a band when you say, you know I, what? There's going to be a few hundred people there. I, yeah. wasn't Ooh, a, ding. I wasn't exactly looking for a lecture or an answer from You're you guys. It, it was more towards the audience. <laughs> like, looking. wow, how do we get such amazing bands for free? That's kind of okay, where we it was. Get it. Uh, yeah, we no, get it and we've got some tricks up our sleeves. It's going to be a party, folks. And uh, the Furwood Rock Lounge is a great place. Um, I know they do have pizza that they sell there. And they sell it there? Wow, that's amazing. It is amazing. I know. I figured, figured that. No, we're not giving the pizza and the booze out for free. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if you come and you're that hungry. pizza there that they sell to people. If you're coming and you're hungry. Then order a pizza. It's good stuff. Because you didn't have to pay to get in. Yeah. For most people who don't know, I mean, it used to be the Drake. The Drake. Yeah, it used to be the Drake. Now it's right across the street from Patty Coins. Um, they you know, a lot of fun down at the Drake. Uh, Next just, to Dorky's. Yeah, right, right down yep. the street from Dorky's and Hell's Kitchen. So we I, we would love to have everybody there. Bring Bring, it's 21 and up. We tried to make it an all-ages event. Didn't quite happen. We stretched every possible angle to get it all ages in. We, but, we, we, but good news, we have an all-ages event coming up ding, ding, later ding, in the ding, summer. Ding, ding, ding. 
So you want to hang on for that. But this one is 21 and up. Grab your friends. Grab your sister. Grandma. Grab your sister. Grab grandma. Whatever. Come or on grab down. Grab my sister. <laughs> we have we have a band for everybody. And uh, I know Matt Driscoll's going to be there doing some MC work. Ernest Jasmine's going to be there doing some MC work. Some of the state. Some of the personnel from NWCZ Radio will be there up on stage. So. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. We really want you to be there. That's Friday, June 3rd, starting at 9 o'clock, and that is at the Furwood Rock Lounge in downtown Tacoma, and uh, be there, man. That's all I can say. Be there. Hey, we had guests today. We did. We did. It's, uh, it's a rarity, I know. And, you know, we really <laughs> spanned the, uh, you know, <laughs> the genres today. Yep. And I, I like that. That's one thing I love about this program is uh, we don't just do rock. We don't just do, you know, rap or comedians. We do all of them. And today we've got... We do it all. We do it this all. This first band, they, they span a whole lot of them just on their own. Absolutely, man. These guys, uh, you pick up a CD of these guys, and, and I really recommend that because they, you know, whatever brand of music you like, I think these guys cover it. They're a great, great group of guys, and we play them quite a bit on NWCZ Radio. Wanted to have them in. They showed up. Gumption. everybody you know when we first started nwcz radio and we put the call out for bands to submit their you know artist submissions and songs and so forth one of the first responses that i got was from this band's manager lilith who i want to thank for setting this all up and everything lilith uh the band's name is gumption and i thought i had known quite a bit about you know the northwest sound and so forth and i had never heard these guys put it on and i was blown away very great stuff and they're in the house today we have rich dennis ron and jan gumption hey guys welcome thank you thank you thanks for coming in uh now just doing some research and so forth i do remember the band menthol james (laughs) (laughs) where uh just i was living in seattle at the time and i remember i remember hearing you know about this band we forgot about them yeah t- so <laughs> tell us about how you guys started and moved f- you started out as menthol james and then slowly moved into the current form of gumption tell us about that so this is jan and i i started the band with the person named glenn ricef and so we jammed in the basement and i used used to know glenn many years back and i haven't seen him for many many years and then we met somehow, I don't know. <laughs> so, and then we started jamming in the basement, and then he introduced Dennis, and probably Dennis can say something about it. Yeah, about uh, 
I don't know. I, it was shortly after. I'm sure Jan and uh, and uh, Glenn had gotten together and did some work that uh, Glenn and I met through uh, our kids playing together. And what and what year are we? What are, what's the time frame on this? 2006, maybe. About 2006. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, started playing with them. We tried to find a bass player for a little while, um, and uh, went through a couple, and then I was playing on the side with uh, some other friends of mine and uh, started playing with Ron and asked him to come out and start playing. Yeah. Dennis brought this song called Dandelions and that blew me away. You know, I said, I want to play with this guy, whoever he is, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then you guys, uh, so then when did Menthol James yeah. dissipate and we reform as Gumption? Um, we actually recorded uh, a five-song EP as Menthol James, and that was in 06 or 07. Yeah, and uh, self-produced it and, you know, mixed it and mastered, in quotes, it. <laughs> and uh, uh, put that together as Menthol James. And then eventually, uh, based on that, we, uh, when we were recording our next CD, we crossed paths with Rich Hinklin from the Art Institute. And that's when the, the shift happened. And then, so, uh, your first EP as Gumption was at the Stew? Stew, yeah. And that came out in 2008? 2008, yeah. And uh, so, how, how, did that, uh, how did that compare to, you know, the, um, the Menthol James Day as far as the sound and your feeling about it? Because uh, obviously now you've continued on as Gumption. Yeah, yeah well, it, it, it has more variety. You know, the first CD we were sort of uh, intentionally, well, first of all, it was all my songs that I'd already had previously, mm -hmm. and we intentionally tried to uh, get a uniform sound. We did. Uh, but then with the second CD, we you know, sort of branched out. There's a wider array of styles. Uh, had a little funk in it, had a, a bit of a rock country-esque flavor, and then it had some of the more earlier you know, garage rock sounds as well. So, uh, you know, just trying to expand new sounds and then uh, learned a lot as far as sound recording and engineering from Rich and uh, benefited from his involvement as well. Yeah, we started recording it, I think, by ourselves. But then we met Rich in the middle of the recording and I think we redid everything. He you realized that you were doing everything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, t do, you, uh, do you teach or are you involved out at the uh, Art Institute? Yeah, I've been engineering... Uh, in Seattle for about 25 years. Wow. Uh, I teach audio production at the Art Institute. Uh, Who's doing... rolled through that class that uh, has gone on to do some things? Uh, Phil Jimmy Eck. Hendrix. Phil Eck was one of my uh, uh, interns <laughs> at one of my studios. Nice. He's a graduate there and has gone on to do some pretty great work. I don't yeah. think we play the club where there wouldn't be sound men that would go through Rich. Yeah, it's good <laughs> yeah. these days everywhere we play. We had even everywhere. waitresses saying, oh, <laughs> didn't we? it was a Skylark. That's <laughs> yeah, one of my students. Maybe she's the backup sound person there. <laughs> you walk in, everybody quakes. Yeah, my minions are everywhere now. <laughs> Uh, so like, now how would you describe uh, the gumption sound? You guys have uh, stew and super buffet uh, out, and, and we have March of the February. February. March of the February, yeah. Ten, and uh, the latest one, uh, how, uh, what you make it is number five. Is the yeah, nineteen uh, or two thousand eleven? Yeah. And so uh, the sound is uh, pretty eclectic, and we've been kind of going back and forth on how what we want to do because we we really have a lot of different styles, and sometimes that can be good pastiche kind of deal but sometimes it can be hard to market such a 
wide array, you <laughs> yeah. know, because all the not everybody's going to like each song, right? Which is why it's interesting as far as song selection. It's it's always interesting to see what people pick. Cause yeah, because you have you have a uh, a varied sound on. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at your entire body of work, you could almost categorize it into. You could put, you know, be like the gumption light, you know, the gumption rock, the gumption jazz, you know, kind of. But these days we're really kind of, we're sort of trying to, I'd say that the stuff we're recording right now for our next EP is uh, prog pop is kind of the the term that we've come up with. Progressive, it's it's old prog rock, but it's also got structure and pop mentality, shorter songs, but but progressive mentality. I would say prog pop. That's what we. All right. Well, let's go into another song. We'll come back and talk some more. This is a song titled Gone Too Soon. Our guest today, Gumption. I keep waiting for an answer. But you're so far inside of yourself. You can't hide from past humiliation. But you know, someday soon we'll both be sleeping six feet underground. Did you really mean to keep on wasting, wasting, wasting all your precious? Did you really mean to keep on wasting? Did you really mean to keep on wasting, wasting, wasting all your precious? Did you really mean to waste your precious time? But there's people inside of this world Who care about you deeply I keep looking for solutions Alright, name of the song is Gone Too Soon Our guest is Gumption And you have a couple of chances coming up Real soon to check these guys out. Um, you know, n- the, I wouldn't have believed that the first band, that first song, that that and the was them. Song, yeah. Uh, nice that, guys. I yeah. know it's very thing. Steely Dan. What, what band are we going to put these guys in? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Central Saloon on May thirteenth. Gumption with Glass Elevator, uh, Love and the Lords of Chaos. That's ten bucks, and that's going to be a great night. And then on May fourteenth at Slim's Last Chance which is First Avenue in Seattle. It's a record release party um, for the icons with Sigourney Reverb and Gumption. This is a great this is a great poster right here. <laughs> <So> <laughs> with sucks. the cartoon yeah, characters and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks Thank to, to the Tom Dyer at Green Monkey Records there. Oh, uh, yeah. Very mm-hmm. cool stuff. So those are a couple. And we'll talk about some more. Um, so as you were, you were saying, you know, that's hard to believe that that's the same band. That So tell us about your influences who you guys uh you know who you draw from as individuals and then how does it come together um you know to form this array of songs that fall under the gumption banner well that last song i actually wrote uh i listened to uh, i was listening to uh, captain fantastic and the brown dirt cowboy and uh, oh, kind of stealing little licks album. here and there and just jamming with i put the album on i just play along with all the songs and when it was done, I just wrote the song. That would be Elton John minutes. for those of you who yes. don't know. <laughs> I got that in the vinyl. classic. <laughs> I think actually, well, you know, our styles are, as far as the music we bring to the thing, is that um, the, the, predominantly uh, myself, Dennis, and Jan bring songs, and uh, we will work on those songs. And then also the four of us will jam and create group material as well. So 
that contributes to the uh, different sounds. You know, a lot, a lot of the music that Dennis brings is a little more, I don't know, would you say funk? Funk, uh, R&B. R&B, yeah. Because yeah. so, you're playing the drums, so you're adding kind of a, a yeah. jazz flavor or a, a yeah, and my, my funk flavor to my it? My background in music has been uh, jazz and, and uh, you know, funk and rock, so been playing since seventh grade or so. You know, wow. So, so uh, he'll bring a tune on bass though. He usually put a play a bass and then we'll sure. flesh it out. And then Jan? Um who do you listen who are you listening to? Who influences you? Know, you? It it could be from Pink Floyd to Phoenix MGMT these days, you know. So, you know. Um Rich? Oh, I'm still like a lot of the old stuff. Led Zeppelin, uh the Beatles are big influence for all of us. Now, where are you guys all? King where? Crimson, I love the prod. King Genesis, Crimson, yeah, Genesis. nice call right there, yeah. The oh, Peter Gabriel, the Peter Gabriel days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lamb lies down on Broadway yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That's a great, great yeah. time. Uh, so, where are you guys all from? I know you're a Seattle Me band, too. but and Jan, I, I'm having a hard time believing that you're born and raised in uh, Seattle. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm from Czechoslovakia, actually. I, I escaped actually when I was young. Did you? It was nice. still a communist country. So, yeah. uh, where, how did that happen? How, how did that work out? I mean, how did how did you? What well, was I ended your up journey? in Seattle. I'm, I like it. I'm liking it. You, know, you, so. you walked and then swam. I had, <laughs> no, I was I actually. I went to a World Cup in Spain and. Then Defected. 1982. Yeah. Were you Def- playing? <laughs> uh, no, no. I wish. <laughs> but then they shipped me to Seattle. That that was it. I never knew anybody here. You know. Really. I liked it. And what I year really did you arrive it. here? 83. You speak Czechoslovakian? Oh yeah. 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 My grandma's Czechoslovakian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so there are two. You know there are Czechs and Slovaks. You know so I didn't speak either, but I speak Slovak. You know. So. Yeah. But I was shipped here and I liked it from the beginning. So is there a was there a community yeah. that you got uh, logged into of uh, you know like natives and from you know Czechoslovakia or, uh, or did you find yourself just kind of. Yeah, trying just, to find yourself. I found a bunch of friends because I started playing music right away, and that you know that that time you know there was really good music scene here. You know, oh yeah, it was you know I was really excited about it. And so. You came here with a guitar, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. played yeah. with a bunch of good bands back then. <laughs> really, who'd you play with? I played, you know, I don't know if they're well known, but I played with um, Dogma Cipher. I played with uh, Mad Mad Nomad. Nice. Pressure, pressure fly. You know, a ventilator. You know, I played. We recorded actually album with John Cale in New York with ventilator. So, you know, so well, that's exciting. Well, you know. I know it's late, but welcome to America. We're glad, <laughs> yeah, glad, you, glad you came over, man. Yeah, it's good to have you visit. Hope you hang out for a while. <laughs> so now, as a band, as a, a gumption, when you guys are going out and you're playing gigs and so forth, uh, what do you find uh, most challenging as a band? Good sound monitors. <laughs> Bad monitors. <laughs> the, the stage monitors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we ran into that last night at the Rick Beatty deal. Um, we had uh, this national broadcast and, and a band, Rick Beatty, and there was no, no drum monitors. And, and Ben Smith, who's the drummer for Heart, is the drummer for this national broadcast, and he was just going nuts up there. <laughs> well, yeah. Drum monitors, that, that's like elite you know, mixing. Right. You know, no but if you, have, if you get a little bit of vocals and sometimes keyboards, we are happy with that. <laughs> so do you find, you, are you finding trouble um, you know, getting venues and lining up um, you know, places to play Good and bands sounds. to play with? 
Well, that's always a challenge, sure, absolutely. But I think we have to thank Lilith. I mean, I, we would be still playing Garage if she wouldn't take care of us. For Lilith? Lilith? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Lilith, some love for the manager. <laughs> she the manager. Now, have you, uh, have you guys submitted uh, any of your tracks to like uh, KEXP or any of the radio stations, got any airplay or so forth? I think Lilith is taking care of that. Lilith. Yeah. We should be interviewing Give Lilith. Give her a yeah. microphone, yeah. We're putting Lilith on the hot Lilith seat. I love it. So, uh, you got any promo What packs are you doing out? for this band? Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were saying about Mark. Let's go into another song. This is, uh, this is one of my favorite songs by Gumption. This is titled Guts. All right, Guts, the name of the song, and Gumption, our guest right now. And uh, so with, uh, with the vast array of sound that you guys have and the, and the different styles, how do you pick uh, a, set, a set list when you go out to do a show? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have to you look at the venue and say, mm, I think this would work better here? How does that work for you guys? Well, we definitely don't play those three songs that you <laughs> We haven't played those songs for a long time. Those are exclusively on <laughs> nwcsradio.com. We'll work them in. I think we better pull them back well, out. Yeah, yeah, get those babies off the shelf. See, yeah. I haven't heard Guts for like years now, so yeah. maybe we should That's start a playing. great song. How's that song go again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does everybody, anybody yell out, play Guts! Like, Wrong band! <laughs> uh, sometimes oh. we're just too excited about our newer songs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Forget, forget about the older ones. Sometimes. I'm really into uh, you know work having uh, new material being worked out on stage before we, we record it because I think that really benefits the material. Uh, but at, at the same time, you know, if we're just bringing out half finished, half baked ideas, that's not so good for the the show. Mm-hmm. And we also have to take into account some issues as far as tuning between songs and as far as uh, switching up instruments. So there's that degree of putting a, a set together. And then we also try to sort of think of the arc of the show. You know, kind of clump perhaps uh, some rocking songs together and some uh, slower songs. And favorite places to play uh, around the the Seattle Tacoma Olympia area? I like the uh, the Skylark a lot. That was a good. West Seattle. Yeah, West Seattle. Yeah. Well, that was stage sounds good there. Two bit saloon wasn't. That was fun. Yeah. 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 It's a pretty cool venue. 
Yeah. I like playing uh, Studio 7, too. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys like the Central because you're playing there on May, yeah. <laughs> on May 13th with Glass Elevator and also Love and the Lords of Chaos. And that's uh, 10 bucks, 21 and up for that show. Then Slim's Last Chance on the 14th. So you got back-to-back -back dates right there. And that's on First Avenue in Seattle. That's the record release party for the Icons. You're playing with Sigourney Reverb and Gumption on the bill. Also, you have some other great, some pretty cool events coming up. Rock and Roll Marathon. And do you know the date on oh, That's What did you say that was? That's June 25th. June 25th. And don't they have stages set up all along? All over the place. All over yeah, the place yeah. on that Every thing. mile. Yeah. We, Every we mile. did it the last two years, and uh, you don't really know where you're going to be. So how? So I've obviously, <clears throat> by looking at me, you can tell I've never run the Seattle Marathon. No. <laughs> I haven't walked it. Come on. I've driven by he it. drove through it. <laughs> how does that work for like an audience? I mean, do you have, is it like the, is it the people who are cheering on the, 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 the runners, they hang out at the stage? No, or? thousands and thousands of people here a minute and a half of your set. <laughs> yeah. So they, down the block, the they can hear it and then they, yeah. they roll by yeah. and. So you're just trying to you're playing like uh, you know like Rocky Eye of the Tiger and we play Rocky yeah, yeah we, we do actually play, uh, play like five times gonna last fly now <laughs> so <laughs> you could just like your set list could just be the same song Some bands over, over and over and over Some again bands do that because it's a really? two, two hour I think two hour set with a break. And they don't care what you're playing as long as you're playing music. So some bands, uh, we sat and heard the band before us last year, and they played the same song three or four times. Really? Yeah. We do do covers, too. So if you're running by and you yell out something, just uh, you'll, yeah. you'll we'll break into it. it you'll in. get to yeah. hear 10 seconds of it before you run. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> do you have anybody ever just slow down and just, you know, yeah. hang some out? Some people say Jog in place. You should have bottles of water and just, you know, start throwing them out. marathon bottleneck. That's awesome. The band was too good, man. Everybody just had to Stop. And then uh, you have um, something coming up on July 23rd. What? That's the... Uh, Rich, what's that? That's the uh, oh. Columbia City Theater. Oh, yeah, the we Columbia City... Elk and Boer. Oh, very nice. So, so. Very nice. So there's some opportunities, folks, for you to get out and see these guys. Um, really quick before we wind this up, though, uh, I'm always curious about, you know... Here in the we're down here in the in the South Sound, and um, a lot of the bands here know each other, hang out together. Even if they're not playing, they go to different shows and so forth. What's your take on the Seattle scene? I mean, we had that sort of back in the '90s, um, and we you know we we don't get up to Seattle to shows that often. Not not like we do here, where we can just walk, go down to to downtown Seattle and catch five venues or whatever. Uh, what, what's your take on the Seattle scene these days? What's what's experience like for you guys? Uh, more new bands than ever before, and I can quality to, up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say yeah overall. Yeah, sure. um, more diversity, also. But uh, I mean, these days I can look through the club listings and I don't recognize most of the bands, right, right. <laughs> unless they're as old as I am. Right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play those guys. <laughs> we just started playing with this band, the Equestrians, and uh, yeah. they're really good. They're, you know, yeah. they got a real good, unique. Sound. Yeah, I got a, a CD of those guys. Um, really digging their sound good stuff so all right guys well best of luck to you in all your upcoming shows uh everybody get a chance to see them i highly recommend gumption go to the central saloon which is uh right down in pioneer square on may 13th gumption for 10 bucks with glass elevator love and lords of chaos and then the very next day they'll be playing with the icons and sigourney reverb at slim's last chance you guys we're big fans of Gumption. We love your music. Looking forward to all you know the new stuff that you have coming out. It's a surprise. <laughs> right. Thank you. We appreciate it. And we'll get you a copy as soon as it's hot off the press. Great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah.
All right, that is the unmistakable voice of one of my favorite singer-songwriters that we have on NWCZ Radio. I, I remember when... Uh, You've I've, talked about him before. Right? I have talked about him lots because uh, when I was sent the tracks by his manager, um, I had seen his name around, but I, I wasn't familiar with the music. And as soon as, as soon as I lit up like Pocket Calculator and Man in Charge, I was immediately hooked. But of course, you know I'm from Texas, and uh, I'm a big, big fan of uh, good, you know, like good Western music that leans toward like Johnny Cash and like the original country, yeah, yeah. country folks, real and country. Brent yeah. Amaker is in the house with us today. Uh, I'm excited about it. Brent. Welcome. How's it going? It's going great. It's a pleasure to have you in. And uh, now I have to first apologize for all the UT stuff on the wall. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> <laughs> apologize. Brent, the other time he's, he's from yeah. o- he's from Oklahoma, and he went to OU. Oh wow! And you know. I respect you for apologizing right out of the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I lost all respect for him with that. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm proud of my Longhorns, but I know if I walked into uh, someone's house that was all, you know, whatever, crimson, uh, red, and white, I would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a good way to handle it, seriously. So (laughs) Now, uh, you're West Seattleite, but uh, tell us how you uh, came up here from Oklahoma. How did that work? Uh, Well, I moved to uh, the Northwest I'm guessing maybe 15 years ago, and uh, at the time there was, uh, you know, it was kind of the aftermath of grunge, and there was a music scene happening here. Clearly, around the world, everybody knows, you know, shit's going on in Seattle, and uh, it seemed like a time to make a move and try to get out and and maybe be someplace that I had a good opportunity to meet a lot of other folks who were making good music, and came out here and started doing the open mics and that that kind of scene and. Uh, Really, I can look back to, there was a place called the OK Hotel that a lot of people remember before the earthquake. Um, <laughs> and it was, you know, it was legendary, like Nirvana played there. And they had a they had a Wednesday night open mic that was really cool and really genuine. And um, I can now track almost every meaningful friendship that I have back to those okay. days when I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. I was, you know, I was new to Seattle. So you moved up here specifically for the music scene. Yeah. And I, and I, and I knew a lot of other people at that time that did the same thing. And I think it's starting to happen again. Mm-hmm. You see people moving. I, 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 I have a friend or, or an acquaintance that, uh, I played with in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, just like six months ago. And he just moved out here because he wants to try to make it in music. And, um, I mean, we're lucky to live in a place like that. There's just so much happening. There's so much for you guys to cover. Absolutely. Um, it's pretty incredible. And there's, you know, there's a few places in the country where you have that. There's Brooklyn has got a scene going on and Seattle does. And obviously Austin has South by Southwest. Uh, and there's a few other places, but I mean, 
honestly, we've got more happening than Los Angeles does. Oh, easy. You know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a great place to be if you're a musician or if you're an artist or if you're an actor, uh, there's a really creative thing. I think a lot of it has to do with the weather and the fact that <laughs> bars do really well out here because yeah, nowhere know, else to go. What else you got yeah, to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, real, so, real international area as well. It is. You know, you've got, it's, it's kind of like a crossroads for a lot of people from a lot of different states and a lot for of sure. different countries. Yeah. yeah. The, the downside to it is is that it's harder to harder to get noticed because you know if they're if you're in a small town's college town playing music you can be a big deal really quick in Seattle uh, people in the industry are more jaded and it's harder to get people's <laughs> attention and you know and, jaded's a good word for I that. think yeah. we're all just jaded period <laughs> yeah well you know if you hear great music every day then even the you know the the better than average music you you see people walk into shows in Seattle and they just kind of yeah, are unaffected. The same thing goes on, happens down in Austin and I've, you know, Gimmer's been to South by, I've been to South by, lived down there. Um, and I've tried to tell people up here about, you know, like the continental club yeah. on any given night, you can go there and see like, uh, Junior Brown. You we played can, at the uh, Continental in Houston. They have two of them. Yep, that's that, a cool place. That's a great place. Yep. But these guys have like big like, names on weeknights. Be, big names every, and they're there. Yeah. They have a standard set, and it's like five bucks. You walk yep. in the door. If they were to come here and play, you know, like the Tractor or whatever, it'd be twenty five bucks, and it would be a big deal that they're in town. Shit, I saw Dale Watson at Jenny Little's long, Jenny's Little Longhorn. You know, yes, and, that's and, a, that, and that place is a shitty little true <laughs> honky donk. You know, isn't he They've great? They've got chicken shit bingo in that place. Yeah, awesome. Dale oh Watson. God. Is one of my favorites. Yeah. Man. In like, fact, he let us. We didn't have a set. This was a year ago. We were passing through on tour for South by mm-hmm. South Southwest, and we didn't have a showcase. And he let us uh, jump on the opening acts uh, kit and play four or five songs. Nice. And we were, you know, we were just passing through. We didn't even have a gig. So right. it's a really cool scene they've got happening yeah. there. Dale Watson's a cool cat. Um, James McMurtry is also. You know, I mean. And between Antones and you know all those places down there, and and it is Seattle and and the this whole sort of Northwest region is like that. Mm-hmm. You can go to almost any club on any weekend night and see great acts, and you're like, oh, how come I've never heard of these guys? Yeah, it's like the Comet. You know, like the Comet is a pretty small venue, um, but there are so many great touring acts that come through and play the Comet in Seattle, and you know, and Tacoma's got some cool stuff happening as well, and and it's like this. All the way from Seattle down to Portland, really, is kind of like the sweet spot. Yeah. Of the I-5 sure. corridor. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Even though in other parts of the world, they're like, hey, man, they still got dirt roads up there. You know? yeah. Does it snow all the time? Do you get that when you go down, when you go back down uh, south? Well, I, they just think it rains all the time, and, and it does rain a lot. I get but, both. I get does rain yeah. all the time, and a the other one is, uh, is it snow? Is it, you guys covered in snow all the time? Like, yeah, we live in igloos. Sorry, you know, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> all I know is, you know, I've traveled enough. We've done, like, a couple of European tours. We've done the U.S. a lot. And traveling uh, really makes you appreciate the Northwest. It's such a beautiful spot. I well, feel so lucky to come home here. He lives in West Seattle, time. which is a sweet spot oh, yeah, uh, as yeah. well. Uh, now, tell us about um, your band. Uh, you know, it's Brent Amaker and the Rodeo. Yeah. Tell us about uh, when you came up here. I assume you came up solo, and then you had to. Did you have to assemble this band? Yeah, I mean, uh, I started out uh, as pretty much the entire band is a bunch of guys that have an appreciation for old time Western music and country music. But all of us have played in rock bands and indie rock bands and that sort of stuff over the year. The generation we came from, you know, we weren't, uh, when I 
kind of put this group together, nobody was playing in a country band. And nobody's <laughs> playing country music. And, that, and we're a little bit different than your average country band these days. Um, and so uh, we were just trying to do what we thought would be, you know, music that we would enjoy that had uh, some style and had a cool attitude to it. Um, and, you know, a, a tip of the hat to an era that was really the birth of rock and roll was when all these cool country and Western artists were making badass music that, uh, you know, that challenged people that had attitude that had not had the balls sucked out of it by commercial <laughs> radio. Yeah. It's just like what you hear now on modern day, you know, modern country, um, is just crap. I, how, well, how do they even call it country music? Southern what fried pop. Know. You know, Southern and, fried pop. Well, it's a pop yeah. song with a fiddle in it. Is, yeah. Is or really a, or they, an accent. You yeah. Know, put a southern a accent. drawl, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. a southern accent on a Bon Jovi song and you've got country music is essentially, <laughs> you know. Well, tell us about your sound because uh, for, that is one thing that is hard for a band to create. It's a distinctive sound. But as soon as uh, one of your songs start, I know immediately. Oh, that's that's a Brent. This is a Brent song. Yeah, Brent Omerker song. Uh, well, the voice first of all. Is well, the voice, but even before he kicks right. in, there you guys have a distinctive sound. Um, and for those who uh, we have a lot of band members, uh, bands who listen to this, get on the technical side. How do you create that sound? What what do you guys have going on? Well, you know, people ask me about influences and stuff, and every time I get written about, somebody says something about Johnny Cash because I have a low voice. But, <laughs> you know, honestly, my influences lean more towards uh, the Ramones and Devo and, um, and you know, bands that had a very signature look and style and they weren't, you know, they didn't fuck around with it. And then when you saw them and you heard them, you knew exactly who they were. And it uh, doesn't mean you play the, you write the same song over and over again, but uh, style is a big part of what we do. And, uh, and my guitarist uh, spends a lot of time. He, actually, he doesn't spend a lot of time studying old music. It's all he listens to. You know, he just he's a, he's a freak. He's one of these guys that's just a true artist, and and uh, spends a lot of time studying and and buying and thrift storing and looking for obscure music from the '50s, '60s, and '70s that nobody you know a band that was really good that never made it that right. it, you find their vinyl and who the hell is this and it's just amazing and 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 uh so he's a really really uh you know an audiophile with that sort of stuff what's his name uh his name's tiny dancer where's he from he's from uh he's he's from washington yeah 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 and he's, you can uh, see him you can find him at uh, easy street records <laughs> yeah, he'll be there selling sifting, some shit, sifting through the albums. Well, he, you know, he really takes advantage of our tours uh, because you know we pass through these small towns all over the country, and it kind of annoys me because I'm not a thrift store person. You know, it's like stop you, there, we stop have to there. fucking stop again, Tiny Dancer. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, you know. But you know, we stop, and he's got five minutes, and he runs straight for the records, and he's flipping through them as fast as he can, and he's like, "Dude, this is worth five hundred dollars." I paid 50 cents you know <laughs> and he knows exactly what he's getting and right, awesome. he does a lot of ebay stuff and awesome yeah. well now you have a show coming up on a friday may 13th with uh, another fantastic uh, band that's been around for quite some time the dusty 45s yeah so it's brent omaker in the rodeo the dusty 45s it's going to take place at the royal lounge that's 311 Capital Way in Olympia. So that's coming up on Friday. You got a chance to get down there and see a great show. And before we get into, you know, what your show is like and everything, 
something else big that's happening for you on Tuesday, May 17th, you're debuting two new songs. Yep. And uh, tell people real quick before we get into uh, the songs how they can go about getting those. Uh, is it going to be on, on iTunes? Is it an electronic release? How's that working? It's, it's going to be a digital release, and it's coming out as a seven inch single on vinyl through Spark and Shine Records, which, which is our we label. got a copy of. And uh, yeah, you do. I brought it out to you. And, I know. Uh, um, this uh, this single, uh, there's a producer in Seattle named Gary Reynolds. He uh, owns a recording studio called Electro Kitty. That, I've, I've been there. Yeah, it's a pretty nice studio. And yeah. Uh, yeah. he had been hitting me up to record and offered to just have us come in and just record a couple of songs um, on the house. And, uh, you know, you can't turn that down. It's a hard thing to turn yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a... I'm still trying to get the offer, right? He's a... <laughs> He's a, you know, he's a, he's a cool cat and he, he has a lot of talent and we're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And so, uh, we went in and recorded these like, I don't know, six, nine months ago and it's taken this long to get, you know, the vinyl pressed, which we're really into. Um, I know that everybody's, you know, doing the MP3 download thing, but, uh, I personally believe that the process of listening to records is something that it's is, a lost art, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. And I, yeah. I've gotten to where I just don't even, I listen to radio and I listen to records and I don't really spend a lot of time sticking earbuds in my ears and <laughs> walking around, you know, I, I want to sit down and, in your and jogging outfit. Are, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well you can, I've got my jogging outfit yeah, on right now. Um, so, so anyway, this, this uh, single is coming out and I, I'm really happy to have a label that will press vinyl for us. And, yeah, well, uh, it's awesome. And we're yeah. going to play it right now. Here's a heads up, folks. This is a debut of Brent Amaker and the Rodeo. This, is, this will be available on Tuesday, May 17th. This is titled Captain of the Ship. We're going to play it in its entirety. All right, there you go. That is the brand new. That's the first time I think it's been aired. 
captain yeah. of in the, the ship. universe. In, well, I don't know about that, but uh, hey, Brent, that's some great stuff. Thanks for sharing that with us. And everybody can download that on Tuesday, May 17th. And there's another track coming along with it that we're going to play in a few minutes here. Uh, that is Captain of the Ship. And you can check out Brent Amaker and the Rodeo with the Dusty 45s Friday, May 13th at the uh, Royal Lounge, 311 Capital Way, Olympia. How much is it going to cost people to, to check that out? Shit, I wish I knew. <laughs> Bring it'll, be a, it'll be a good affordable price. Yeah, now sure. let's, talk about your, uh, let's talk about your live show. Uh, I have... We were talking about this earlier. I haven't seen it, and and that's my fault. But I yeah, way to go, dude. I've talked to those who have gone, and it's some legendary stuff going on. Tell us uh, what you incorporate into your live show, and and what you're bringing for the people. Well, um, you know, whether we're uh, on the road or here at home, uh, it's we take some time to make sure that we're giving people a show. I, I personally am. A little tired of bands that don't give a shit that show up wearing their flip flops or their t shirts or whatever the fuck they're wearing and and uh, well, dude, you're hanging out in your own living room. Yeah. That's all right. I'm not talking no, about that. But it's that. a perfect representation on, right yeah, here. This getting is on if stage. I was in a band, this is exactly what you'd get. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's like come on, people are like shelling out their hard hard earned money and they, they come to see a show, put on a show. So we've worked hard to try to put on a show and um, we do some some things when we have our shows in Seattle, we, you know, because we're an independent band and we tour and we have a lot of expenses and gasoline and we're rolling from town to town in a van, we can't do everything we'd like to do at all the shows on the road. But when we're playing in Seattle, we have a burlesque girl who's part of the atomic bombshells. That's part of our act. We have a, you know, we have a really great light show. We have, um, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, whiskey drinking and shit going on at all our shows <laughs> see and, i can't uh, believe i haven't been to this show no we gotta go well, absolutely but you know what the the washington liquor board is ruining this whiskey drinking thing because, on stage yeah, yeah. because yep. we have this thing called the whiskey baptism where we uh will uh we have this song called bring me the whiskey from our first record and we'll play that and started out the first time we played it a bunch of uh people just you know, nice patrons brought shots of whiskey yeah. up to us and uh, we're like, oh, this is sweet. You know, we get some whiskey and we, so we drank the shots. Right. And We're going to play this a lot. Yeah. And then, so then the next show we did it and uh, first show there was like, you know, a shot for everybody in the band. The next show there was like four shots for everybody in the band and we drank them all. And uh, what's the next that, song? Well, that show or uh, the last time set? we drank them all, um, our drummer <laughs> fell over <laughs> into his drum set. The like, the entire show was ended in a grand finale of nice. our drummer passing out. And uh, so so then we said, okay, we got to figure this out. What are we going to do? And so we started giving them back to the audience. Right, this might be overkill. Okay. Yeah. And so we'd say, uh, welcome to the rodeo. It's you know time for baptism and step right up. We're going to you know pass out some shots of whiskey to you. So we started passing them back to the audience Sweet. and it kind of became this tradition that people would carry you know, big trays full of shots up to the stage. And then I'd baptize, the, out. baptize the audience. And, and then, you know, it gets sloppy because I'm already drunk by the time I'm doing this. And it's going on people's faces and down in between girls' tits. And yes. it's really... Up noses, it's all, which yeah. is great, oh, I hear. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey the, the nose, nose. <laughs> that has happened, yeah, many times. So I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. But uh, we've been unable to do it in Washington as of late because any... You know, establishment that's kind of got their shit together doesn't want to get Won't busted you, yeah. by the liquor board. Can you step off? Do you step off the stage now, or uh, just doesn't you know, work the it's same? Too much work. Come yeah. on, I mean, it's like 
Jesus, <laughs> if I can't do it, you right? Know, yeah, fuck it. You know, yeah. so we just don't do it. Because uh, no. they say they consider you an employee when you're up there on stage. So you, you the you, nerve of them. You know, it's yeah. some small-minded person enforcing a law that's been on the books for. 10 or 20 or 30 years and uh, and so some elected official hired some small-minded person to control this sh- yeah. shit you know yeah, and, right. and, I like and, you Brent thank you <laughs> <laughs> I like you too <laughs> uh, well so now tell us about uh, touring because I know you guys uh, went down to South by and I know you you said you've been over to Europe and so forth uh, your approach to touring um, is it uh, you guys get up for it? You really enjoy it? You see it as a grind? Oh, I, I love it. There's nothing I'd like to do more than do it year round, and we do it as much as we can. Um, it's expensive. It's a big money loser most of the time. It's hard to make ends meet and do it. And uh, uh, Europe is a different story. You go over to Europe, and they take good care of you. Usually, when we go there, our everything's covered. You know, we get housing. We get uh, we get fed we you know it's really nice to tour in europe but the u.s is tough because you know we've got a we've got a 15 passenger van and we we have a blast you know it's as just, a band it's, yeah it's just financially difficult we yeah. you know we have a blast and we also so you have to come back we hate regroup. each other at different points of the tour and <laughs> yeah. we love each other Who am we i hate gonna each get in a fight and, with this time <laughs> yeah but it's like it's like going to war you know you come back and you have all these stories and yes. nobody you, you look at each other across the room when you're back in your hometown and it's kind of a wink and you know nobody really knows what that's like other you than survived. the guys that were on this trip together yeah and um it's really the reason i think that we are the band that we are today is that we've done a lot of touring because we started out with this project of, Hey, let's, you know, let's, let's all wear matching black cowboy outfits and do Western music that we think is cool. Oh yeah. But, but now it's way beyond that because we've lived it together. We've, you know, we get on the airplane to Europe in our matching outfits. You're like, we, who, what the, who the, we only, uh, we only bring socks and underwear and t-shirts on the road <laughs> and we don't, we're, we're dressed exactly like this all the time for three, awesome. three week tour. We're like this. We wake up, we go to breakfast and, uh, it challenges a lot of people. Uh, and you, you find out, real quick whether people are want to hang out with you or kick your ass or what you know what their <laughs> deal is and we can handle ourselves so we're not worried about that right but it's 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 an interesting you get know, a lot of that yeah well let's go into uh the second song that's ava- going to become available on uh tuesday may 17th these are digital downloads from brent amaker and the rodeo this is titled tiger inside Hey, run 
Tiger Inside right there, Brent Omaker and the Rodeo, and that, Tiger Inside, as well as Captain of the Ship, will debut Tuesday, May 17th for a digital download, and there's a little bonus involved in that, correct? Yeah, um, I just, uh, there's this there's this dude in Seattle, his name's Peace Move, and he's the guy behind uh, two really successful projects in Seattle called, one of them is Fresh Espresso, and the other one is Mad Rad, and uh, both of them do really well these guys play sasquatch you know they're they're happening in the hip-hop world in seattle and uh <laughs> and uh so uh peace move uh i guess the way the story goes is he was on one of his all night benders uh, after party or something after a show or something and <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning uh he had nothing better to do than to create a remix of one of my songs. So <laughs> That's he, awesome. he uh, threw the vinyl on that I gave you from the Please Stand By, which is our full length that came out this past right. year, and and uh, just started sampling it and <laughs> screwing around with it. Yeah, and, yeah and it, it's a it's it's really interesting. And I and which I is really, the song he remi- he, re- he remixed? Uh, it's called Johnny's Theme. Yeah, it's Johnny's the first theme. track. It's yep. it's an instrumental. So. Uh, I mean, there's a little bit of singing in it, but for the most part, it's an instrumental, right. and he's done this amazing job with this remix, and so, you know, he just sent it to me, and he's like, uh, I guess I did a remix of one of your songs, <laughs> and so... Um, just kind of happened. Full Moon came out, I don't remember anything, but... Yeah, so, <laughs> so we, uh, we went to Spark and Shine and worked out the contract. So, if, if people, gonna... when people go in and uh, uh, buy, download Captain of the Ship, and Tiger Inside, that will be included. That'll be, yeah, it'll be like a three song. Dude, three for two, yeah. man. And yeah. Brent Amaker, brand new stuff. That's amazing. You also have a chance to see uh, Brent Amaker in the rodeo, as well as the Dusty 45s. And if you haven't seen the Dusty 45s, that's a great show, too. That's uh, They get up there with the trumpet and light it on fire, and mm-hmm. they, they know how to swing, man. Mark, uh, what, Mark Pickerel from uh, Screaming Trees. He's on drums. Yep. You're right. The Royal Lounge, 311 <laughs> Capital Way <laughs> in Olympia. Um, before we let you go, because I mean, I could talk to you all day. I, I find I find your your whole uh, your voice, your music, the image and everything you've created uh, is fascinating. It's right down my alley. I Thanks, love man. it. Um, but I wanted, you know, you were talking about um, the Ramones and, um, you know, some of the other bands that you sort of lean on. Yeah. And uh, because... You know, your sound is decidedly, you know, that old school country. I mean, it, rem- yeah. it reminds me of, you know, hanging out with my dad and driving down the, the road in Texas and, you know, with the, mm-hmm. with, with the original country music on. 
And but what would surprise people that uh, that you listen to or that you you know in your downtime you say you're listening to albums you're hanging out listening to the radio who, who who do you like that might surprise people? Well, I don't know if it surprised people. People who know me, it probably wouldn't surprise at all. But like, <laughs> I really you know I'm really into Iggy Pop. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of music from the '60s and '70s and and artists that we're really doing some cool things back then. Mm-hmm. Um, current artist, uh, one, one that I, one of my favorite bands that I've discovered in recent years is called Dunian and they're like a Swedish jazz metal band wow. and you should check them of, out. They're what's amazing. their name again? Dunian, D U N G E N like Dun. We'll have to check them like out. Dungeon Dunian. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and they don't sing in English at all. And, but the music is just so cool. And there's an, there's another band that's kind of knocking them off from Australia now. And, uh, and they're getting much bigger than Dunian, but everybody knows that Dunian kind of is the original, the original of this. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you should, you should go check out Dunian. No, they're, they're really good. Yeah. I'm going to check those guys out. Sounds interesting. Uh, in, you know, playing shows and so forth, have you ever had, uh, cause I know you've opened for, you know, and shared the stage with lots of people. What, what's been a sort of a highlight for you or a, you know, like a pinch me moment. Like I this is, this is beyond what even I thought would happen. Oh shit. People are just glad to share the stage with me. Yes. That's <laughs> you're here to see me now. Yeah. That's right. I love that. Yeah. That's great. All right. Brent Amaker, uh, and the rodeo and Brent Amaker, our guest today. It's been an absolute, uh, pleasure to have you in my man. Love your stuff. We love playing on end WCZ radio. Thanks and, for your support. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's our, it's, you know, we, we love doing it and everybody go check out Brent Amaker in the rodeo Friday, May 13th with the dusty 45s in Olympia at the Royal lounge. Don't forget on Tuesday, May 17th, you can download, uh, go in and purchase, um, captain of the ship tiger inside and you get a bonus track. I want to thank you for bringing in the vinyl, man. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks again for uh, playing our music and, I really like what you're doing here. This is a really cool environment, and thanks for the beer. I appreciate the opportunity to come on radio, drink a beer, and say fuck whenever I want to. Yeah, isn't that awesome? <laughs> you're welcome, yeah. America, anytime. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to thank Brent the man for coming in. What do you guys think of Brent Amaker, man? Bonafide. Oh, just the the aura around him, you know, yeah. just the confidence and the cool black cat. suit. He's a smooth operator. He's well known actually uh, in Europe, and he's well known in a lot of places around this country as well. I mean, he absolutely he is. He rolls into town. He's not a nobody. I mean, he's no. He's he's usually headlining. No, he, he's shows. a and he's a hit when he goes down to the south and when he goes to yeah. like uh, South by you know. So he had some huge shows. At South by he so when he does a show here you, you need to realize this is a guy in demand yeah you know and around and he the says they're better here than even on the road they put on a better show here better he show, said yeah. yeah i gotta get out and see that uh, whiskey baptism assuming he can still pull that off he kind of kind of kind of told us it wasn't what happening so much anymore but we need to throw like a barn like a barn party or something you know we we do don't that. we know anybody like out a block in the party woods type somewhere thing? Yeah, that's except at a barn where that's the one thing i forgot to ask him was uh you know what his schedule was like because it would be great to get him to do a show down here, you know, I think Tacoma would dig that cat. Yeah. But uh, hey, we we do have some shows uh, coming up for you that uh, we think you should be interested in on May twelfth at the Crystal Ballroom in Portland, the absolute Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, wonderful group, the Ventures, will be invading the Crystal Ballroom. Uh, if you haven't seen the Ventures, they still got it, man. Those guys, uh, they they still have it. 
Um, I don't think they ever lost it. And I was talking to a couple of them at uh, not the concert for Kent, but his when when they had the memorial service. Yeah, his real memorial. Yeah, yeah with the real memorial actually. And um, they're stoked for this show. They're excited. They love to play in the Northwest, and because uh, they do a lot of traveling, play a lot over in like Japan and so forth. So they're really hyped up about doing this. Did you know they read? You know that new Hawaii Five O show. They mm-hmm. read. They read. Somebody redid that song. It's pissed the them Ventures. off too. That's just. It's given them. It has given oh my them. God. It's reinvigorated those guys, and they're pissed Which off. Which is awesome because yeah. pissed off. Don't they have to give permission for it? Yeah, but they didn't ask them to do it. Uh, you know, they're like, ah, you guys did the original. Oh yeah, these are just some old guys. They can't rock anymore. Oh yeah, really? You know, really? No, go, go check them a, out. You know, they go didn't see a band like them, the Sonics. You can't. Went, they, they don't rock right. anymore. Give me a break. No. They put most. Uh, 20-year-old, you know, band. To shame. To shame. Yeah. To absolute shame. And they will be playing May 12th at the Crystal Ballroom. In Portland, that's a great excuse for a road trip, folks. Get your ass down there. Uh, some band called uh, Big Big Wheel. The monkey Show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Big Wheel Stunt Show. You guys have a, a gig on this coming Friday night, right? Eight, Friday yes. 13th. Fri- oh, that's the show to be at. In the deep heart of Man, Kirkland. if you're not out at a show on Friday the 13th, what is wrong with you? I know, you're, you're at home huddling, Man. hoping, just please hit 12 Midnight Big Wheel Lord, stunt please. show is like crazy insane at any show, let alone Friday the 13th. <laughs> it could be interesting. So you guys are at the... Oh, uh, we have, uh, we have, where's the after hours? Have, That's what I want to know. We actually have a uh, organ player uh, that's going to be playing with us nice. at so that show for the first out time. The sound. So we're, that's at the Yuppie Pond in Kirkland? Yep. All right. And then on the 21st... Rick Beatty, who just we just saw last night yep. do a CD release show here in Tacoma with National Broadcast. That was a great show if you missed it. Uh, Rick Beatty and Big Will Stunt show the 21st. Where's that in Olympia? The Fourth Avenue in Olympia. Fourth Avenue in Olympia. All right. Well, let's get out of here. This has been hour number one. We'll be back with hour number two. This is some perfect by Gumption. Perfect, you heard it all before Just keep peeking around the corner Cause you know this whole thing